You know how Mommy and Daddy said not to judge a book by its cover? That's exactly what we do on this show. We do not read these books. Candace and Jess are professionals. Please do not try this at home. Welcome to the show. This is Candace and Jess judge a book by its cover and I'm Candace and I am Jess. Welcome to the only podcast on the whole gosh darn internet where it's Candace and Jess judging books on their covers. We're not reading these books. We're only looking deep into the cover and telling you the secret story that's hidden within the cover. That's what we do. Yeah. So thank you. Thank you for joining us today. Yeah. Hope everyone is staying safe and breathing well with these crazy wildfires that we're going through and the heat. Yeah. So here on the island, I am not seeing much smoke. We usually see a lot more smoke from the California wildfires. Jess, how is it in Vancouver? Jess, going over to Jess now. How is it doing there in Vancouver, Jess? Over here in the chopper. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nice <laughs> <laughs> yeah the only thing is that it's i can't talk when the chopper's going it's weird mm. yeah so uh we have yeah. to put that on mute uh vancouver is uh it's nice it's nice it's cool i just got back from the okanagan and it's much warmer there um and yeah. bits of it are on fire um yeah. yeah but i think it from what from driving around the okanagan for like these five or seven days um, there was definitely spots that looked like there was trouble. There was a few routes that were closed coming up. I think the number one and the number five were both right. closed coming up through Hope, um, which was, I mean, that sucks because That's that means deal. there's a lot of fire. Yeah, um, it's a big deal. Yeah, but the number three was open. And that's the route that we took. Check Third route is the charm. Yeah. Nobody nobody yeah. ever says. Um. Yeah, uh, but there was yeah there was definitely some fires, but there was a lot of hardworking firefighters putting them out, which was just that's just the best. You know, firefighters are just the best, and you know, Jess, I think our listeners will remember your summer trip last year, where you went to the Okanagan as well. But we all are wondering, mm -hmm. we all wonder. First of all, did you float down the river? Yes, we did. Hell yeah, we floated down the river. And it didn't take six hours this time. Second question: Were you fully clothed? Um, see, I was in shorts and a t and a shirt. Okay. Uh, I had my I had some of those like aqua socks or those aqua shoes instead oh. of sandals this time. Also wore good. a hat. Sprayed myself nice. down with that good good SBF thirty or fifty. <laughs> I don't remember which. Managed to get okay. the dumbest burns. Oh. I managed to burn one of my ankles just a tiny bit and both of my knees. Nothing else. Ooh, yeah. Ankles and knees. Okay. The, you know, I have always heard that the sun prefers ankles and knees. Yeah. I again, I was just like that's the only, and that's the only thing that I got burnt. Like and I was in the sun a lot. I was always like hitting myself down, just giving myself a cool cool spray down uh with some of that um sunscreen. But, yeah, it was, I, I don't understand. I don't how, understand how I'm just able to get the worst sunburn in the world. Some things are just not meant for us to understand, Jess. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay, was, and then oh, there was well, there's this thing at the end of our float down trip. We sort of like finish off, um, and then it's sort of a walk up a hill to where we were staying with my mom, uh, on her uh, on her on her at her at her place. Um, we get off the spot and we kind of like hop off. It's a little sandy, and there's all these like cute little bees that are constantly Aww. like refilling, rehydrating, staying hydrated because that's what bees do. Um, and, hydrated um, hose, hydrated bees, and we, and we're taking a look down into the sand and like the silt that's all like gathering at this corner, sort of. Yeah. I guess that's what you would call it. And all I could think is like I'm looking down and it's like reflecting off like the sunshine, and I keep seeing all these little glints all throughout there, all in the sand. So I'm thinking gold, exactly, exactly. And I was like, you know what? I wish that I had a gold panning pan. <laughs> and knew what I was doing with that. And then I thought of you and Tyler. You and Tyler, baby. Tyler, um, baby. Yeah. And uh, and I was like, oh, man, it would be so much fun to, like, come up here for a week or something. And just we could go gold panning in the river. I don't know if we'd get anything, but we could get it's a lot everywhere. of wine. <laughs> we could get a lot of wine. Gold is everywhere. It is in all things. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we would maybe find some flex. Yeah. What river? What river is it? Do you it's, know? It's the Similkameen River, which okay. is just downriver from Headley, which was a big gold mine. Right. So yeah. there are some gold mining um, reserves and stuff out there too. So it could be a thing. We should do it next year. We'll float together. Mm-hmm. Um, third question. Third. Okay. Were there beavers coming at you? We didn't see any beavers. I was like, okay. I had my. You scared them off. I had my my phone in a Ziploc sandwich bag that I mm. held like up and ready to go, and because I, I wanted to take some video of some beavers, did not see there was no beavers on the on the river, um, right? Which was sad, but we did see a deer. Okay. Yeah, which are like maybe the, they're like it was the beavers beaver of the land. Yeah, they yeah. are. Okay. Um, well, that's great. Yeah. Uh, summer, summer Jess is unlocked. Summer Candace hasn't quite started yet, and I think I will complain more about that. Well, I don't know if I'm going to complain about it, but in my judgment. Mm-hmm. So, because, you know, yeah. I don't know if you guys are out there working in the service industry, what you do for a living. Um, I wish podcasting was our living, but unfortunately, I still work in a food-serving kind of place. And it almost feels like summer's over already, although it has just begun because of the amount of planning that goes into a fucking summer. Summer's insane. Summer is insane. It's a it's a crazy time. And, um, you know, I think this is the start of my rosé summer. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah. Which is weird because we again go into the Okanagan, tried some wines, went to a few wineries kept on getting blown away by uh the rosés that were available okay well i'm not a big rosé fan i love white wine and i kind of just stay there all the time i had a girlfriend ask me but like if you like white wine you like rosé right no way b Mm. no that's not how it works um but (laughs) i she brought me a cranberry wine Mm. That I need to buy a whole flat of. Very it's cool. almost it, it's dangerous though. It's that kind of shit. But I just need to ask, what was the standout? What was the favorite winery that you visited? Um, favorite. Well, that's the thing is that we went to one, 
that's our absolute favorite, myself and Ray. And that's uh, Clos de Soleil. And that one's just okay. our hands down. We always go there. It's delicious wine. It's fantastic wine. They do an amazing job there. Um, but we also went to this other one that was new to us for this round. And it's called Orofino. Okay. Their tasting room is no longer inside just due to, you know, things the way they are right now. Um, the yeah. tasting room was outside in a orchard but it was a walnut and almond orchard. Ooh. So it's under the trees. So you go outside and it's still very hot because it was like 35 degrees. Yeah. Um, so it's very, very hot. And you go outside, you sit in the shade, and then they would bring the wines to you. And it was fantastic. Refreshing. I had I, I tried an orange wine, Ooh. which I'm normally like, eh, I don't know. So not orange in color. It is a fruit wine. No. This is a, basically the way an orange wine works is they make a, they make a, it's a white grapes, but they are used in the same way that, uh, or the, the way that they do the, uh, wine is normally for white grapes, they would get the juice and they would get rid of all the skins for an orange wine. They keep the skins on. So right. they basically make a white wine like they're making a red wine. Right. Yeah. And uh, this one had a lovely, like, like orange orange blossom bouquet, I guess. I don't know. That's how you, Ooh. like, the smelling of it. You look at it, and you're like, well, that's an orange wine. I took a smell of it. And I'm like, wow, that is, it smells exactly like Feel orange. Oranges. like I need that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, we again, we bought a couple bottles. Um we brought home 11 bottles of wine. <laughs> well, that mm-hmm. is, there is nothing wrong with that. It is yeah. always so nice to have wine at yeah. home. And good wine. So that oh, one was God. definitely like a very, very cool spot. Orofino in the Similkameen Valley, just outside of Karameas. If y'all are listening and you're like, hey, I need some wine in my life. Basically, just go to Karameas and there's like 30 yeah. or so wineries of varying locations. <laughs> I haven't done it in a while. I really felt like Elephant Island was a standout, but I found out that they are like a competitor to my family. So I'm like, oh, okay, maybe I don't love you as much as I thought I did. But that's only because of where I stand on the sand. Mm -hmm. And Joey, Joey, I don't remember. We used to sell their wines at Memphis when we worked together. And they do like the pizza. Ooh. They do like really nice pizza, Mm -hmm. which I think is important to feed people at the wine Times. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You gotta like you, the the food and wine is definitely important. Um, oh, I would love to do that though. I need to go for a romp. I'm yeah. so close. Yeah, it does not take that long to get out to that neck of the woods. No, and here on the island we have some really great wineries as well, so mm-hmm. it wouldn't hurt to take a walk uh, on the wild side. Yeah, as they say. definitely, definitely. All right. Like Lou Reset, Lou Reed, <laughs> Lou Reed, Lou Reed, Lou Reed. <laughs> well. Also, uh, Simba said that. So, mm-hmm. uh, other great thing about at least this spot in Karameas, um, there's a there is peacock. a fruit. No, no, not no. There is a fruit and vegetable uh, stand, and mm. they have a great big thing of saltwater taffy. Mm. Yeah, so I've been just chewing down on some fantastic flavors. We got that's the thing. I- 
That I do too. Yeah. That's my little snack at work because we sell saltwater taffy because mm-hmm. we're like one of those old kind of fashion places. So that's my little sugar snack Hell halfway through yeah. the day. I've been into the banana. Of course, I always was a Neapolitan girl, mm-hmm. um, but the banana ones are pretty. They're pretty good. I wish yeah. there was a lemon one for me. I have a lemon meringue. <laughs> well, there you go. I've also got a key lime. Oh, that I would like more. I would yeah, like that. I got that's pineapple. That's good. Strawberry banana. That's good too. Quite possibly raspberry lemonade. Lemonade. Pina colada and grape. Pina colada. (laughs) Pina colada. Uh Oh, it's been a pina colada. And a grape? Did you say grape? Yeah. Is it purple? purple. Yeah. It's purple flavored. PLG? Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Okay. Well, my last couple of days have not been as exciting as yours. I have been working my butt off. Yeah. Um, because that's what summer is like. And the heat wave has calmed down. So we're got some nice temperatures. Mm-hmm. Um, that last episode with Tino when I was talking about the air conditioning on either side of me, I really think I should probably invest in some of that because the summer is not over and we could go through that again. Um, Jess. Candace. Is there anything else you would like to tell us about your summer vacation? Or can I ask you if there is a song that floored you that you would like to share with the audience today? Um, there, no, there's nothing. I don't think there's anything else that I want that they want to say about my summer vacation, uh, except for... No beavers. No beavers. It was a beaverless summer vacation. It was Shit. very, very marmot heavy. Okay. So. Marmots and beavers, plague carriers. Careful. Huh. Be careful. Okay. Okay, definitely. We also got a whole bunch of free walnuts. I don't think walnuts carry the plague, so that's... No, no. That's great. Yeah, but some people are nuts for them. Yeah, no, You gotta get out of your shell. It was definitely, like, a, a much-needed time away. Um, you know, cool <laughs> waters and hot days and lots of wasps. And my brother... <laughs> Made us pizza and it was delicious. Best that's so pizza good. in the Okanagan. Okay, well that's radiant. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of radiant, it was also Ray's birthday. It was a wonderful birthday, I'm sure. Yeah. I I love the Okanagan. There's no better place to be. Um, I feel like I had something to say about the wasps, but I don't. Uh-huh. Um, great. I feel like you haven't done that. You've gone out, you guys, you know, you got the car, you've Mm -hmm. done a few camping trips, you've done some stuff, but you haven't had a break like that since the last time you did that, I feel. Yeah, it's been a a little while since we've had a good chunk of proper, proper break. Proper break chunk. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, mine's coming up, guys. So we're going to get some uh, recordings in and we're going to have Candace and Jess for you all summer long, Mm -hmm. but... I will be taking off on a gold panning excursion very soon. Fingers crossed. Big nugs. Yeah. yeah. Let's go. Nothing but nugs. Nothing but nugs. I suggest that you probably, uh, if you need to, you need a little bit more of like inspiration or of like what to do is go and watch uh, the Ballad of Buster Scruggs, but only (laughs) the gold panner part. And that's basically gives you all the tips you need to do. Um, just work on your Tom Waits voice and talk to yeah. the earth and river. 
And gold. And shoot him first, motherfuckers. <laughs> shoot him first. Shoot him second, I think. Oh, yeah. <laughs> shoot him. Just mm-hmm. shoot him. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Play, Play dead, dead. Shoot him. Yeah. Shoot him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rawhide. Um, okay. <laughs> I, you know, I don't, I'm not going to say Greta Van Fleet, Van Fleet, for my song of Lord You, but have you seen this all over the internet? People just love this Greta Van Fleet. Greta Van Fleet? No. I'll send you the video. Okay. The internet is buzzing. They love it. I feel like this band is so interesting. I have many questions, many thoughts. It was an accident that I said what I said just now. Okay. Just forget I even talked about them. I've but I'll send already you the video forgotten. Later. Perfect. So, Jess, songs that floored you. Yeah. Um, I got, honestly, got a song. And, okay. Uh, Love you an, honestly got a song. I honestly got a song. I love an oldie, but a goodie. I'm um, going old this this uh, episode oh, as well. Oh, and I mean, if we choose the same song, that would I've be always wanted wild. that to happen. Um, but uh, the song that I'm uh, going to choose is one we we th- I threw on some classic rock when we were driving through the uh, the Manning Park, uh, the Hope Princeton Highway. And the song that came on, I was like, right, that song is dope as hell. That is Wild Night by Van Morrison. Aww. Yeah. Okay. That's not the mm-hmm. song I had. Um, but I do love that song. And actually, I think Tyler's mom and dad, I think their first dance was a Van Morrison song. And I can't remember. Oh, no way. Was it Moon I think Dance? I... No, oh, okay. I don't think so. I'm screwing it up. Um but I do love that song, and I can't wait to add it to. Mm-hmm. Do you have any like first time you heard it kind of thing, or? I mean, it's one of those songs that I've heard multiple times, but this was the first time that I heard it, and was like out, like we're just driving down the highway, and it just like comes on. I'm like, wow, right? Yeah. It's this song, and you know when you have those, it's that. That was oh, it's this song that I'm listening to. Yeah. It was one of those yeah. kind of moments, and uh, I just really liked it. Actually, that's exactly the vibe of the song that I'm going to bring to the table today. Mm -hmm. So the song that I'm going to bring to the table today is Poison Ivy by The Coasters. Um, When you hear it, you're going to be like, because I feel like you don't know what song I'm talking about at this second. Yeah. But when you hear it, you're going to be like, it's this song. Um. It's this song I'm listening to. So The Coasters are really like down in Mexico in a honky tonk. Okay. Down in Mexico. So that song, like, yeah, fuck. Of course. I probably have done that for a song that floored me. The coasters are amazing. They do Yakety Yak. Yeah. Um, Charlie Brown, Youngblood. Um, they have a lot. Wake Me, Shake Me. They have a lot of great songs. But Poison Ivy is the one I picked today. I was learning some musical trivia, and I found out that um, Poison Ivy is... Well, first of all, it is a plant that stings you. Yeah. But it is also the lead singer and creative genius behind the cramps. Of course, Lux Interior was also um, a huge part of the cramps. I think they had kind of like a lot of different people that played in their band. But Mm -hmm. that's where Poison Ivy chose her name. I think maybe chose her name completely or it was a reason that she picked that name. Oh, So you're going to need an ocean of calamine 
lotion. Mm-hmm. Just so you guys know. I poison thought you ivy. meant when you said poison ivy, uh, I com- immediately, for whatever reason, forgot that you had mentioned the cramps. And then I thought mm. you meant like poison ivy, like Batman poison mm-hmm. ivy. And I was like, Uma Thurman, oh. right? I mean, she was one of them. And she takes the thing off her lips. Like, yeah. she like she's like, I mm-hmm. wore a condom. <laughs> mm-hmm. I wore lip lip condoms. <laughs> well, and those should, you know, those should exist. Mm-hmm. Um, Couldn't you just I get would... some of those like big wax lips? I've, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. you probably could. Yeah. I like that. Or just like the baby bell cheeses. Just eat the cheese and yeah, wear yeah. the lips. There you go. Yeah. Safety first, kids. <laughs> yeah. So songs that floored you. We got some oldies. We got mm-hmm. some goodies. They're the kinds of songs that hit you in your heart and they do not leave that part. Even if you don't remember, you hear it again. And yeah. you go, oh yeah, Ooh. it's this one. Hits you in the giblets. Don't remove the giblets, guys. It's no. what's keeping you alive. Yeah. Don't you even if take a, care of your giblets. Yeah, even if a kind man offers you money for them on Craigslist, keep them. Mm-hmm. Okay? Keep yeah, them. Keep them. Don't don't sell your organs on Craigslist. Line. Online. Yeah, don't, don't you know, do sign it. your donor card, you know, be yeah. an organ donor if yeah. that's what you'd like, but yeah. don't sell them before you die. Don't sell them just cuz you got two. Right. Yeah. Mhm. Poison <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I'm excited to add those songs to our playlist. Yeah. Uh I don't know if you noticed Jess, but So Candace Yes, if yes. you give me, if if I can take one moment to notice that you brought a book today, I did, and I'm continuing the summer of sci-fi. Today we have a book that I'm rather excited about. I've been sitting on it for a while, like literally sitting mm-hmm. on it. Um, which is you because know. when we record the show, you sit on a very large throne of books. Yeah, I could at this point. Mm-hmm. Um. Mike Mars and the Mystery Satellite. I was sitting on it so much that I didn't realize that Mike Mars isn't the author. It is the name of the book. Yeah. Not to be confused with Mick Mars. His back hurts. Mm-hmm. He doesn't write books. Yeah, or his brother, he... his brother, the musician, Bruno Mars. Mick Mars is a musician. Oh, okay. <laughs> Mick Mars is the guitar player for Motley Crue. He happens to be a lot older than the rest of the guys. I think by like 10 years. I'm not sure. Yeah. But in the dirt, he would write really good entries like, my back hurts. And that's it. Mm-hmm. He also had been arrested, I think, more than once um, when people thought he was Tommy Lee. But, uh-huh. you know, he put up with them. Yeah. I don't think he lived with them. Uh, but he put up with them and Mick Mars is a great guitar player uh, but I don't know what I think Motley Crue was my favorite band growing up and now I look back at it and I'm like "Uh, okay but (laughs) but you know I was just very impressed by the heels I was really impressed by the Jack Daniels I was really impressed by these men who were so beautiful yeah Uh, I also had a weird stage in growing up where I would dress like them, of course, mm-hmm. because you emulate what you what you look. And then it hit me one day, and I probably said this on the podcast before because it was a great revelation for me. There were women in the 80s as well. Yeah. I could dress like their girlfriends instead of dressing like them. Yeah. But my masculine side has always, you know, it's starting to I'm starting to be more feminine but i definitely always went for a little bit more of a masculine vibe especially in high school when i was trying to defend myself all yeah. the time yeah show them guns uh, and 
You had to. Yeah. You had to fucking show your shit. Especially mm-hmm. if you moved out as young as me and you were out running around like a crazy person. I couldn't be dressing like a little 80s Barbie doll babe. I could have, mm-hmm. but I would have had to defend myself even more than I already did. So, got that. All right. Tough Nick, as nails. Nick, Nikki Six, thanks. Um, this book is written by Donald A. Wolheim. 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 I think that's correct. Donald A. Wolheim. Yeah. Um, and it's illustrated by Albert Orbman. Orban? I wish it was Orbman, but it's Orban. And I think Orban. that's a great name for yeah. an illustrator of science fiction. Hell yeah. I also know we're not supposed to, but I opened the first page because I was like, illustrated? Mm-hmm. And these illustrations are bomb. Yeah. I will be posting. I will be reading this book 100%. And I will be posting a picture of this inside illustration because it is a dynamite. Uh, I'm just going to say that... Mike Mars has had some adventures because I, uh, for whatever reason, you were trying to text me the cover of this book and I had to Google it. And so I loaded up the Mike Mars and the Mystery Satellite, the cover you showed me. And so I'm looking at it and it's amazing. And then I'm just scrolling down and it's like, oh, wait, hold on. There is more adventures that Mike Mars had. Mike Mars, South Pole Spaceman. Mike Mars flies the dinosaur. No way. But it's spelled like Dinah and then S-O-A-R as in flying. Uh, and then he's like outside of a space plane. And then Mike Mars flies the X-15. Mike Mars around the moon. Uh, Mike Mars in orbit. And hmm, yeah, no, then it's sort of some repeats. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So okay. he did some things. Mike Mars, he did a lot of stuff in space. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's really nice to know. Also... Mike Mars is also, okay, also, when you take the actual, like, cover off this book, it's just a completely green book, which is really interesting. Green doesn't seem to be the color I'd expect. Yeah. Um, Also, this book was brought to me by a gentleman that comes into my work every morning, and he said, I have a book for you. And this is what it was. (laughs) So just so you guys know, like, people know. People know what I need. And this is it. Um. The cover of this book, you see part of a space station or a part of a um, rocket. It mm-hmm. looks like the part that comes off. The nose I, part. Yeah, I don't know, or the back part. I spend a lot of time like watching this sort of stuff and like trying to learn about it, but I still can't tell you what part of a rocket is. It says USAF, which is US as fuck. Yep. <laughs> this is definitely... <laughs> going back to earth and it's going to hit somebody that's not the u.s and they're going to be like what i didn't mean to do that it feels um, i don't know just looking at it i'm like it feels very patriotic it does like it's a, u.s as fuck like in a the america owns space motherfuckers <laughs> yeah back the fuck up you know mm-hmm. it's that it's that kind of energy um maybe this is like the rocket ship that Jeffrey Bezos takes and he's actually in there like a hundred years dead because he didn't think it all the way through and he's just inside there like ah! yeah just maybe there, just, he's a he's a he's he's gonna return to California and become the first California raisin that's right yeah. they're real <laughs> they're real and the re-entry is gonna be terrifying so get ready mm-hmm. also the cover of this book, I don't know if I don't know if it's just what I've been through, but I'm pretty sure that what this book is about is it's about 
a spaceman who's running a space crew up in space and he wants his fucking summer vacation. He wants his, it so bad. Um, sorry, I just need to correct you there, Candace. His space summer vacation. He wants his space summer vacation. He's done everything that he can to build the schedule. He's done everything that he can the to space, hire the right... The space schedule. Space schedule to hire the right space people. Thank you. Astronauts and astro... Space people. Nates. Nate's a knot, mm-hmm. and the schedule is still on fire. So this is him taking his scepter to the schedule, and space schedule. Sorry. I think I think actually the proper term in this, like just kind of looking at the cover, uh, I, I'm just sort of guessing like the date and that kind of stuff. I don't think they called them astronauts yet. Oh, okay. I believe they called them space engineers. Space engineers. Yeah. So he is space engineering the shit out of that schedule space schedule Mm -hmm. and it looks like he's gonna get what he wants but at what cost right yeah you get what you want yeah then you get back and it's like uh uh kind of looks kind of looks like he that mike mars is acting without thinking yes yeah and the thing is is that mike mars knows Mm -hmm. he knows if you just do it within two weeks no one's gonna remember it Mm -hmm. all of a sudden you're the hero again because you're there every day. I don't know why we work, people. Yeah. Why do we work if we can't take time off, right? That's That's true. what he's saying. That's what he's saying. Hey, Candace. So he, yes, I have just yes. a question for you because the cover that I am currently looking at is a little, it's a little blurry on there, but it kind of looks like on the far right-hand side of this cover in the middle, did Mike Mars blow up the moon? Is it on fire? Is like the moon like a big dumpster fire? Well, that Mike Mar- Mike Merck Mars, <laughs> Mike Mars was just like, you know what? Fuck you, mystery satellite. Also, who 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 do you think you are, Moon? And he's like, Phew. it isn't. I don't think it's the moon, oh. but it's the moon schedule. It's oh. the schedule for the moon and the moon cycle. <laughs> the moon cycle. It's it's trouble. Guys, we're going to be talking about a lot about the moon this summer. Um it's not wobbling yet. Nope. Don't worry. Tidal situations, don't worry. We got enough to worry about. We got that fucking moon schedule to worry about. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they're definitely I think I see a planet off behind that looks like it's in fine shape. Ah. Um the only reason I say this isn't the moon, because we're judging a book by its cover here, right? Like, I don't really know. That's true. So I'm going to point out that it has windows. And oh, as far okay. as I know, the moon doesn't have windows. But... That's true. We haven't, we haven't seen that it really... Close. That's true. We've only seen it from really, really far away. Right. So. I do have a telescope. Mm. But the windows could just be on the other side. That's true. Dark side of the moon. Exactly. Mike Mars could be coming from the the other side of the moon, all the dark side. But I also have to say that I'm pretty sure Mike lives on Mars. Like, you know how back in the days of the frontier days or like really long ago, you would get a last name because of what you did. Yeah. Or because of where you were from. Right. Because if you lived in a community of 40 people, you might be the only Joseph. That's you true. might be the only Mike. Mm. But then you go to a new place and they're like, Mike, Idaho. Yeah. But really, it would be Mike Mars, because he's from Mars. What if um, there could also be this? He could, yeah. like, Mike Mars could be obsessed with eating a very specific chocolate slash candy bar. That could be that true. That could be why. And this is like every single time you see him, he's snacking down 
on one of those sticks of sugar and nougat. Yeah. And caramel. Is chocolate. that a melted Mars bar in the back of your pants? Or, or has it just been a really long trip? Yeah. Did you did you go? <laughs> did you go? Have we gone? Mm-hmm. That's the moon question, right? Were yeah. we there? Um, I think we probably went to the moon, guys. Or not us, the USAF. Well, this is they actually went. this is where we reveal is that the whole time this is being recorded from the moon. You guys thought the podcast basement was on Earth? <laughs> Get with it. Mm-hmm. Get with this it. This show okay. is out of this world. And we we promised you that from the very beginning. So enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, this. I just want to bring some attention, though, before we move on to Mike Mars's, because, um, you know, everybody has a favorite pen at work. Mm-hmm. You have that pen that you like. At my work, we go as far as putting our names on our favorite pens. Oh, Jess has his pen out. Yeah, this is my favorite I mean, pen. like his actual pen. Yeah, so, this is a good pen. It's a good pen. And I, you know, I have a pen right here as well. This is not. A good pen. This is the kind of pen that if I, if you came over and you're like, I need a pen, I'd be like, keep it. Mm-hmm. But I definitely have pens in my world that I would not say that about. In fact, I'd be like, you owe me. Mm-hmm. You owe me money. Yes. If uh, you took that pen. But I just wanted to bring attention to Mike Mars's uh, space pen that he uses to write the schedule with. It actually has fire blasting out the back yes. and a very sharp, defined tip. And I think what he's trying to get at with that is... If you're on the schedule, you cover your own shifts. Mm-hmm. Don't be texting Mike. No. At ten o'clock at night, okay? You don't do that. Yeah. No. He's got to change you the, fucking, the moon schedule. You figure it out, okay? Mm-hmm. You're in an adult. work hours. You're an adult, you're... and you're in space. Exactly. You're in space. <laughs> that is something you must be careful about because when you pee in space, it doesn't erase. No. It's no. kind of floats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Zero, but, you know. Zero GP. <laughs> as far as I know, that's what this book is about. Uh, the mystery satellite is just, is it going to work out? Yeah. It's that Mike Mars and the mystery satellite, the mystery is your everyday waking life. It is your worries. It is your woes. It is you thinking forward when really all you should be doing is thinking in the moment because y- y- it's a mystery satellite. Yeah. All of it outside of this moment is a mystery satellite. So try not to be sad about the light and just move on. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I like that. Good, because I was really excited. <laughs> I had been really excited about this book for a while. Jess and I haven't recorded in a hot minute. Our last episode was with Tino, and that one was... We recorded it pretty fast before we released it, and then there was some summer vacations yeah, to be had. Yeah, little breaks yeah. here and there. It happens. We're not oh, machines. No, you got to take some time with the moon schedule and figure it out. We all can have what we want. Definitely. We can't. I'm so glad that... I'm, I'm glad that we're continuing the summer of science fiction. Oh, the summer of sci-fi is... Um, it's a living, breathing uh, moment. It's and alive and it's, thriving. And I'm just as excited for my next cover to, to deal you the honest truth. So uh, that's the final truth. Yeah, I'm going to have to take a look-see to see if I can. I might have to get it. I might have to do some digging for my next sci-fi. 
hey, and if you can't do it, it's okay. Summer of Sci-Fi is um, not like a moon schedule. Mm-hmm. We can we can figure it mm-hmm. out. But also, I may have a sci-fi book you can borrow. Oh. We'll find out. Oh. But I don't think you'll have a problem. I think you'll find a... Sci-fi books are pretty easy to come by. And they've got it's some the truth. pretty fantastically fun stuff going on on their faces. Uh, yeah. So can The book face. On the yes, book face. Yes. Can I ask you a couple questions about this here book? Yes, please. Ah. Okay, then. Um, when was this book written? This book was written in 1982. Ooh. Yeah. The the beginning of the 80s was a very special time. Mm-hmm. I wasn't alive quite yet, and I don't think you were either. No. No. But it was a special time. I think time. depending on what time in 1982, plans were laid. Right. Yeah. And, you know, like blueprints the thing is, were getting drawn up and contracts were getting written. Yeah, you were just a blueprint in your daddy's eye, as mm-hmm. they like to say. Yes. And, you know, it was a pre-Candace and Jess world, but it was a special world nonetheless. What wine are you drinking right now? Mm. That's a Pinot Blanc by Claude de Soleil. Okay. I it's a Pinot I'm drinking. Blanc. I don't know what I'm drinking, but it's white. it was left. <laughs> yeah, it was left with me, mm. and I'm enjoying it very much. Right on. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the next question? When was this book written? Who, who would you recommend this book to? I'd recommend this book for anyone who creates a schedule for a group of people. Mm. Um, I know it's hard. I know it's constant. You know what else? When you try to get ahead of it and make it way, like, okay, if you're one of those schedule makers that do it week by week, yeah. you're absolutely insane. I don't know how you do it. You must have a lot of staff that really want to work. Kudos. Okay? You have the power. You are feared. You are feared. Yes. Or you might be on the other side of it where you do it a month in advance for the entire month. You are a good schedule maker. You're doing your best. But the thing is, is you may even forget what schedule you made by the time the time comes around. So you really got to stay involved. Okay? Mm -hmm. There's all kinds of schedule makers out there. There's people who make schedules just for them their personal selves yeah and they're still blown away there's some people just make schedules for their breakfast some people are just breakfast scheduling Mm -hmm. and that's all that's really smart i think you should think about what you eat it's very important oh totally makes you feel good makes you feel good um it's for schedule makers yeah yeah summertime schedule makers summertime schedulers from outer space yeah, I added that. It kind of narrows it. Mm-hmm. So getting more specific. Love it. Love specificity. We can. We don't have. Yeah, we don't. It could just be for schedule makers, but if you're from outer space, it's definitely for you. Hmm. Uh, okay. So, Candace, if you were to judge this here book on the Candace and Jess patented food scale of rating books, uh, highest being um, a noodle dish, as all noodles. No, as all. What is it? All you're, books, no, all noodles the... are created equals in the eyes of lasagna Jesus or noodle Jesus, mm-hmm. probably more specific. Pasta Jesus? I don't know. One of those Ooh, guys. They're all hanging pasta out. Pasta Jesus. Yeah. yeah. They're all hanging out and it's, it's a really cool time. Um, mm-hmm. Or there is the uh, the other end of the scale, uh, the lower end, the other end, the opposite end, and that is a gas station banana. As far as I know, 
gas stations are much different in, in the United States. Mm-hmm. I meant in the outer space. <laughs> <laughs> Both are true. Um, I don't know if they have bananas up there. I think it's a wagon wheel. It's a wagon wheel supplement. Okay. It's you like not being able to. <laughs> sure. Does that mean a wagon wheel that you put up your wagon wheel? Yeah, uh, yes. You're, it's a wagon wheel you put up your wagon hole. <laughs> oh, okay. Yes. The old wagon hole. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I'm thinking about, is there like something like a wagon? Oh, it's a moon pie. Yeah. Because moon pies are wagon wheels, but they're just called something different, right? Well, moon pie. A moon what pie. a time to be yeah. alive. Yeah, isn't a moon pie a wagon wheel? Yeah. Yeah. So that's where I was going with that. Okay. I just didn't know that it was moon pie until I started thinking and then it was moon pie. But yeah, it's it's going to do for a few minutes. Right on. <laughs> it, probably won't nur- it probably won't nourish your wagon hole all night. No. But it's a good start. But it'll get you, better, it'll get you there. It's better than nothing. <laughs> all right? I love it. <laughs> all right. Um... Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, thanks. Yeah. Thanks for coming, guys. I, uh, if you want to see the covers of these books, you can see them on Instagram. You can also see them in our feed because Jess has made that happen mm-hmm. um, with our nice little font there. And uh, yeah, if you yeah. want to pick up any more Catterday stickers, they are live on the website. Mm-hmm. And um, Jess, if they wanted to send us an email, like what would they do? That where they'd go online and type into the two category on the email provider of their choice, um, Candace and Jess at gmail dot com. That's Candace with an A because mm. she's the ace. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, and send us an email. Just say like, hey, we like what you do. Thanks for brightening up my morning, afternoon, evening, or middle of the night. I don't know what time you're listening to this. <laughs> um, <laughs> But uh, we always like to hear from our uh, our fans or our listeners, any of you guys out there in uh, listener land. Yeah, we do. It's very nice. Wow. Um, is that it? Uh, yeah, you've been listening <laughs> to Candace and Jess judge a book by its cover. I'm Candace. And I am Jess. I'm going to cue that outro music. 